0: Welcome to Tell Me Some More with me, your host, Dr. Shiva, clinical psychologist and curious human about all things, emotions, relationships, connection, and growth. My mission is to help you in improving your self-confidence and your relationships, both with yourself as well as with others, and to increase your awareness around the topics that actually matter in order to live an intentional, fulfilling life. Each week, I'll be releasing one episode that will either be a solo session with me or a conversation with an expert in a different field. While I hope that you find this information helpful, it's not intended to be a substitute for mental health or medical treatment or professional advice. Now, let's get curious and help you to have more of the life and the relationships that you desire and so deserve. Enjoy, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tell Me Some More with Dr. Shiva. I hope you all are doing well. During today's episode, we're gonna be focusing on three ways, really important ways to improve your self-confidence. So a quick overview of what self-confidence is. So I really think about self-confidence in our belief in ourselves, our abilities, our talents, our skills, Uh, in general, as well as our belief to be able to cope with different stressors, different challenges that we experience within our life, at work, within our relationships. And there are many different ways to improve our self-confidence, but I think one of the most important ways to do so is really to tune into your thoughts. Ask yourself, what are the stories that go through my mind? How do I speak to myself? You know that inner voice that we all have, right? You're in a situation that maybe is a little anxiety provoking, or you're experiencing more stress, or you're you're getting into a new relationship, pay attention to the thoughts that are going through your mind. That can be one really easy way to really take inventory of your own self-confidence. And I want to encourage you to really challenge the thoughts that aren't accurate, that don't serve you, that are getting in the way of your self-confidence. So I oftentimes will say, you know, tune into the stories that you have about yourself. We all have a story that is pretty consistent about who we are, about our abilities, about what makes us us, about what we're able to take on, what we're able to navigate through. And so who is that for you, right? So who shows up when you think of that story, when you're playing that story through your mind? And is it accurate? is it based on evidence? So a lot of times based on experiences that we've had maybe in our childhood, maybe they've been bullying experiences, maybe we've been in more unhelpful or negative relationships. We typically may leave those experiences and take on and really personalize the personalized meanings as to what those experiences mean about us, right? So maybe you experience a negative outcome and then you personalize it. You think to yourself, well, that situation must have happened because I am XYZ. Fill it in with whatever negative or unhelpful belief. And a lot of times we don't really think about how those experiences then accumulate, right? So then we go from another experience. We haven't processed that first one. We go to another one. And then we've taken on this, again, new negative belief. And so you really want to tune in and really see where did the story start from as to who you are, if it isn't accurate. And is there evidence to support it? So what is the evidence to support this belief or the story that you have? What is the evidence against it? right? So if the belief is that I'm not capable to handle certain situations, what evidence do you have for that? What evidence do you have against it, right? What were times that you've been able to fully, uh, capable to handle different situations? What are times when it's been more challenging? Usually when we're able to more objectively view the evidence, we oftentimes see that the stories that we have within our minds aren't based on evidence, aren't based on our past experiences or what people have told us or what we know of ourselves, but rather are taken and influenced by those negative experiences that we've had, maybe those isolated interactions that we've had, or maybe they haven't been isolated, they've been a pattern experiences that we've had. But even if they've been a pattern, that isn't necessarily who we are, right? So, really uh, evaluating those stories and challenging those stories you will, you you also want to be thinking about the second way is really celebrating your accomplishments, however small, and accepting compliments a lot of times when I'm trying to help people to improve their self confidence, something that I'll hear is you know I'll hear mostly about the negative things that are happening within their life, and when I offer them the positive experiences or their accomplishments or things that you know their own inherent strengths. Typically, people will justify them, will diminish them, will, you know, you'll let someone know of a positive experience and they'll think to themselves, you know, whatever, that was a one-off. That's not how it typically is, or that's not how I typically respond. Or I did well on that presentation because the audience was super nice, right? We justify reasons as to why things are positive for us when we don't fully believe in ourselves. But I oftentimes will say that if we're trying to improve our self-confidence, how are we to improve it if we're only focusing on the negative? If we're consistently rejecting or putting away the positive evidence that is also true, then that leaves little to no room to be able to improve our self-confidence. So one way to improve your self-confidence is to allow yourself to take in the positive experiences, to take in your accomplishments, to take in compliments when you receive them. And by taking them in, I simply mean allowing yourself to stay in that moment with it and accept that experience. So maybe you've completed this project and you did really well on it. Recognizing it, recognizing and telling yourself, you know, I did really well on this project. Rather than saying, you know, I did well because of X, Y, Z, all of these external factors. Really allowing yourself to recognize you as one of the huge factors that contributed to the outcome of the project and noticing how you feel as you accept that accomplishment, as you notice that accomplishment. If anything, I want to encourage you to celebrate those moments when we're trying to improve our self-confidence. A lot of times it can feel really difficult, right? You may not feel particularly confident and you're doing these things that are really challenging. And so as you're taking those small steps, you want to remember that those small steps are foundational. They're building steps. They're helping you to get to where you're wanting to go. And so as you take those smaller steps, you want to celebrate those moments as well. Reward yourself, really praise yourself for those moments. I think another thing related to that is accepting compliments, as I mentioned. I'll oftentimes hear, and I'm guilty of this myself, but you know, when someone uh, you know, compliments you for your physical appearance, your personality, different traits, your different accomplishments, rather than immediately justifying why that compliment actually isn't fully true or why you don't deserve that compliment, I want to encourage you to pause in that moment And simply express gratitude. Thank that person. So if someone says, you look so beautiful tonight, rather than saying something like, oh, you know, I just put this on last minute or the stress isn't even mine or whatever it may be, taking that moment and just expressing gratitude. By taking in these small moments, and I know it may sound like simple or cheesy and you may be thinking, how is this gonna help me with my confidence? But it's these small moments. It's this information that we regularly consume and take in That actually goes a long way to support us in our confidence, right? So, over time, if we allow ourselves to be positively impacted by what is true about us, what other people in the world inform us as to who we are, as to how we're contributing or how we present or whatever it may be, that's when we're able to then start changing how we're viewing ourselves, right? That's when we'll be able to take in all of that information. So, giving yourself the opportunity to be positively impacted and notice how that feels for you. So a simple thank you can go a really long way. And then the third component is taking action that's aligned with your values. So a lot of times when I'm supporting people and improving their self-confidence, something that I'll hear is, you know, Shiva, I don't feel confident in doing this. So like, I don't feel confident in asking this person out on a date. And so what do I need to do to feel confident? And we can spend all the time to talk about all the strategies to, to you know, help you to ask someone on a date and to do it confidently. But the truth is, until we don't take action in a way that's aligned for us, we won't feel confident. Why? Because confidence comes through experience. It's when we ask that person on a date, or we speak up in a large meeting, or we do something that we normally wouldn't, that we start to feel more confident. Because we're letting ourselves know that I am capable of going into this uncertain situation and handling it and handling myself and responding in a way that's important to me, that's meaningful to me. So regardless of what your thoughts and feelings may tell you, which oftentimes they're telling us we're not ready, especially if it's something new that we want to do, it's uncertain and it's anxiety provoking, or maybe we have a negative story that's going through our mind, regardless of what those thoughts and feelings are telling you, you can still take action in a way that's most important to you, right? We don't, it's good to feel good. It's good to have positive th- thoughts, but that may not always be the case. And so we don't want to Limit our opportunities to take action in ways that are going to be most helpful to us by simply focusing on our thoughts and our feelings. When we can take action in ways that are most aligned for us, in ways that are most important to us, then you'll notice your thoughts and your feelings start to change as well. So I want to encourage you to notice what are the actions that I'm wanting to take and what is one small step that I can take related to that action. So going back to the example of dating, if you are wanting to ask someone out on a date and that feels really difficult, that feels really out of your comfort zone, really anxiety provoking, then you want to ask yourself, what is one small step related to that, that I can do that's going to help you to feel more comfortable and then build upon that? Or maybe it's you want to speak up at a meeting. How? What is one thing that you can do to help you to feel more comfortable? So usually I encourage people um, I say, if, you know, if you have a thing that you're, something you're thinking about that you want to offer in a meeting, count to three, right? Once you count to three at that moment, you need to share. So if you're finding that the anxiety, the discomfort of sharing is getting in the way of you offering that suggestion, that input, whatever it may be, counting to three, having that strategy in place and saying something. Something is better than nothing, and by taking an action in the way that's connected to that larger goal, that's going to help us to feel more comfortable in building upon that goal and it's going to keep us more consistent in that way, right because in some ways we've broken that fear we know a little bit more about what to expect we know about what to, what to expect when I raise my hand and I share something even if it's super brief, so the next time when I do when I want to raise my hand again. I already know what it feels like to raise my hand. I know my heart's going to be pounding. I know I'm going to feel a little more tense and then I can share even a little bit more. So again, starting with wherever you're at and and knowing that when you take those actions, it will help in building that confidence. One other thing that I would share that I actually wasn't planning on sharing, you know, we were focusing on the three ways, but one other thing I would share is look back on the times where you've maybe haven't felt particularly confident about something and you've wanted to do it. And if you've been able to do it, what helped you? What helped you in that moment? Was it getting support from other people? Was it pushing yourself out of your comfort zone? Was it uh, strengthening specific skill sets? And seeing how can you bring in these different skills, these different resources to support you during this time on a regular basis. When we take action by strengthening skills or gaining more mastery, even in hobbies that helps with our confidence. So even if you're learning this new sport or you've just started exercising and you're becoming really good at it, that confidence that you get gained from those activities actually helps you in other areas of your life. It helps you to be more confident because now you've overcome one challenge in one area of your life. And then that feeling that you have from that is transferable in those other areas. It has a ripple effect oftentimes, even in ways that we're not aware of. So as an overview, really paying attention to your thoughts, your inner voice, what are you saying to yourself? Whose voice is it, right? Sometimes we may be more critical, and it may be things that we heard growing up, then celebrating accomplishments, however big or small, and accepting compliments, and taking action that is aligned with your values, even if it's uncomfortable. So seeing where are you wanting to go in life, And how can you take action in a way that's most aligned for you? Thank you, everyone. I know this was a super brief episode, but I hope that you found it helpful. And until next time, take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to Tell Me Some More with Dr. Shiva. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you would subscribe, share, and write me a five-star review on iTunes so that we can build this wonderful community and support others in living fulfilling lives. Just a reminder that this podcast and the information shared is solely for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. It's not meant to be a substitute for mental health or medical treatment or advice. If you're looking for additional support in your journey, please see out a qualified professional until next time everyone talk soon